Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. All right, how you doing? Happy Monday night to you, if there is such a thing. Nice to have you with us here on the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. And as that guy said, as always, we are so very thankful for our wonderful friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort for making this broadcast possible. Uh, Steve Courtney here. Uh, We've got a half-hour show. Let me just break it to you. Uh, Because Magnum T.I., Tom Izzo, and your Michigan State Spartans getting their regular season underway, going in at number four in all the land. They open up against James Madison, a.k.a. the Dukes, uh, pre-game festivities coming your way at 7.30. Meanwhile, let me introduce you to my long-standing partner. Wouldn't have it any other way. Jamie, how you doing? All righty. Uh, yeah, we are in uh, different locales for this program, uh, but I'm sure uh, Mr. Marvin back at the Golden Tower uh, will be taking care of business and we will be uh, hooking up uh, with Miss Jamie Edmonds coming up in the moments ahead. So uh, let's just talk about uh, some things here because um, there's a lot to unpack. First of all, on the banks of the Red Cedar uh, just this past Saturday, uh, a very emotional win for Harlan Barnett, the interim head coach, and the Spartans. All right, let's bring Jamie on for crying out loud. Jamie, how are you? All right, Jamie, uh, I understand can hear me, but uh, we can't hear her, so there is the issue. Anyway, uh, back to Spartan Stadium on Saturday. Uh, Close to 30 seniors uh, went through the process of Michigan State football at Spartan Stadium for the last time. And you know the deal. Uh, It has been a very difficult season for everybody involved, really, uh, with this Spartan football program for reasons uh, that are rather obvious. But you had the Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, in town, and the Spartans able to take care of business. When you take a look uh, at the uh, Spartans' losses, in particular in the conference, uh, they have been in a situation uh, where victory was certainly possible. Uh, but along the way, for whatever reason, they just weren't able to finish. Uh, 18-point fourth-quarter lead in Piscataway against Rutgers. Couldn't seal the deal. Uh, They were also in a position in the land of 10,000 lakes a couple of weeks ago against the Golden Gophers. Um, Couldn't seal the deal. And I know Harlan Barnett uh, has the respect of this entire football club, and uh, that was his point throughout. A, to keep things together under extremely difficult circumstances, and finish football games. And that's exactly what the Spartans were able to do against the uh, Cornhuskers on Saturday. Caton Hauser threw that 11-yard touchdown pass to Christian Fitzpatrick in the second quarter. Sam Levitt added a 25-yard scoring strike to Monturi Foster early in the fourth. And Jonathan Kim, holy mackerel, uh, this dude has got a leg. A legitimate place kicker. He had a couple of field goals along the way. So uh, the season certainly continues uh, for Coach Barnett, Coach D'Antonio, and the Spartans. 
and they will have a task and a half. Coming up Saturday night, uh, the Spartans will be in Columbus to take on a very talented Buckeyes football team. Currently, according to the AP, number three in all the land. That is going to be a 7.30 start. All right, now we go to the Michigan football Wolverines. Um, They were in a squared uh, this past Saturday night, prime time. And uh, number two, Michigan, uh, wasted little time in letting the Purdue Boilermakers know exactly who was boss. 41-13, the final there. And we all know everything surrounding Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan football program. Uh, First things first, before we get to what is a developing story as it pertains to the Wolverines, uh, they will have, some are saying, their very first test of this 2023 season. Uh, Right now, according to the AP, Michigan staying at number two. They will be in-state college to take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Right now, Penn State, number nine, number nine in all the land. That will be noon, big noon on Saturday. And uh, Penn State coming off a statement game of their own, knocking off the Maryland Terrapins. Pretty darn good team, 51-15. to 15. Now, without further Hello. ado, let's bring on Jamie Samuelson. Jamie, how are you? Jamie Edmonds. Hi, it's Jamie Edmonds. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Oh, we look are, at uh, us. We did it. Yes, we are... Uh, going in the right direction and uh just to bring you up to date i understand you could hear me so you know exactly uh what the story is in east lansing a very very nice win for harlan barnett and the spartans yes Stephen. we talked about this on jr morning with tom Izzo and how excited he was it's just like harlan barnett those players needed something and they got it at least you know a shining moment in this season that's been kind of dark yeah, it has been uh, extremely difficult. Nobody knows that more than Tom Izzo, who, you know, he's uh, in his 29th year on the Spartan basketball bench. Uh, but at heart, he is a football coach. Uh, makes no bones about it. He absolutely loves it and is quite proud of the job that Harlan Barnett and the entire staff really uh, has done under these drastic circumstances. Uh, now the uh, Spartans go off to Columbus for a little how you doing with the Buckeyes, 7.30 on uh, Saturday night. Meanwhile, Michigan, uh, Jamie, we also uh, have discussed this. Uh, Look, they're a talented team. There's uh, absolutely no question about it. Uh, They got themselves a, uh, well, a statement win uh, over the Purdue Boilermakers uh, there uh, in Ann Arbor on Saturday night. Now, uh, the way things are, uh, they are going to have a showdown with the Penn State Nittany Lions on the road at high noon on Saturday. To be honest with you, uh, looking forward to seeing this. You? Well, that would be a statement for sure. I don't know how much Purdue was a statement, but, yeah, they got a win amongst a lot of distractions in their program as well, so good for them there. But, yeah, this week's going to be tough. Top 10 matchup at noon, and we just heard from the Big Ten that something's going to happen, something disciplinary against the program. Yeah, as a matter of fact, thank you very much for leading me into this. The uh, Big Ten today, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, within the hours, actually, sent a formal notice to Michigan Athletics notifying it of potential disciplinary action related to Michigan football's alleged sign-stealing 
the notice is required, as it turns out, by Big Ten bylaws, which states, in the event that it becomes clear that an institution is likely to be subjected to disciplinary action, the commissioner shall notify that institution or individual at the earliest reasonable opportunity. Under no circumstances shall the commissioner comment publicly regarding either an investigation of disciplinary action without first providing notice to any involved institution or individual. Kudos to ESPN's Adam Rittenberg. He was all over this. Uh, Now, Jamie, Michigan could be punished based on the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. The investigation centers on whether Michigan was scouting future opponents in person and using video recordings to decipher coaches' signals from the sideline. Uh, We have all seen and read our share as it pertains to Connor Stallions. By the way, we also found out today, Jamie, uh, that the NCAA is now involved in Central Michigan's investigation as to whether or not the individual in the sunglasses – during the Michigan State game in East Lansing was indeed Connor Stallion. So uh, this thing has so many tentacles, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's something different every single day. NCAA now involved in whatever that getup was on the Central Michigan sidelines. I mean, it certainly looked like Connor Stallions. And if Central knew who that was, they would have said already. Um Then you come to what is the disciplinary action going to be against Michigan. Santa Ono, the president of Michigan, sent that letter saying, why don't we wait for all the facts before we do anything? But it seems like the Big Ten is not going to wait. They're going to hand something down. And I believe the university has said they're going to appeal. Well, this all uh, goes back to last Wednesday uh, in that video call with all the Big Ten coaches. Um, there has been some insinuation uh, that Jim Harbaugh hung up on that particular call. The other Big Ten coaches stayed on uh, for a while and, quite frankly, aired their grievances. Uh, Then on Thursday, a video call with the Big Ten athletic directors. It was at that particular point in time, according to reports, that Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller uh, vented. Uh, He called attention to the Big Ten swift actions made on the eight, count them, eight Michigan State football players involved in the fight after last season's U of M game at Michigan Stadium, the whole tunnel fiasco. In that instance, the suspensions came down before the Big Ten or even legal authorities concluded their investigations. Uh, So uh, Alan Haller was able to get that out there. But I think the surprising thing, Jamie, going back to the uh, coaches aspect here, uh, many under the impression that, well, maybe it's not that big a deal because nobody has really said anything from the Big Ten as far as coaches go. But, boy, they had a lot to say in that video call. Yeah, I, I think they were really pressuring Tony Petiti to do something. They feel aggrieved. They feel like the competition was unfair. At least 12 of the teams believe that. And they want something done. And, you know, you could definitely see their point of view. And, you know, we say things like, well, whether Michigan scouted, I believe it's it's out there that they did scout. I think the question is how many people knew. Well, coaches in that particular video call used words like tainted, fraudulent, and unprecedented. Uh, now, it is uh, interesting to note here, uh, the news of this potential punishment came just mere minutes after Michigan AD Ward Manuel announced he would be skipping this week's college football playoff ranking summit in Dallas 
to deal with the ongoing investigation. Uh, Manuel, by the way, is on the selection committee. Uh, yeah, he so, released a statement today saying he's not going to travel, instead stay in Ann Arbor, attending important matters regarding the ongoing investigation into our football program. Well, and again, just a little refresher here. Connor Stallions, the dude at the center of this whole thing, he resigned uh, last Friday after, by the way, refusing to cooperate with investigators. So say what you will about him, but he ain't no snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, this is not criminal. Like, he doesn't have to participate. There's no criminal proceeding here, as of right now, that we know of. Right. Well, you know, we'll certainly uh, keep everybody up to date. Uh, We're going to take a break, but uh, when we return, how crazy was it yesterday, the second consecutive Sunday without Lions football, Janie? I I felt a void. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. We'll talk about this, that, and the other thing as we continue here. It is the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Once again, an abbreviated edition of the WJR Sportsbook tonight because Tom Izzo and the Spartans getting the regular season underway at the beautiful Breslin Center playing host to the Dukes of James Madison. Uh, the pregame coming your way in mere moments. Meanwhile, uh, we'll let you know your Detroit Pistons in action right here, right now at LCA. Who's in town? That would be the Golden State Warriors. They're five and two going into the action. The Pistons just the opposite at two and five. Uh, Pistons coming off yesterday's uh, 120 to 106 loss to Kevin Durant and those Phoenix Suns. Durant, by the way. Pretty much unstoppable with 41 points. Uh, I've taken in some uh, piston action there. In between the flurry of football activity, Jamie, I kind of like it. Yeah, it looks great. Um, This is the City Series, is it not? I believe so. Yeah. But anyway, we will, uh, well, I was going to say we're going to keep you posted, but uh, right now. But we will not. Because we have to listen to Tom Izzo and his Spartans. Yeah, that's coming up in uh, mere moments. Meanwhile, uh, quickly, uh, the Red Wings coming off a very nice win over the Boston Bruins. uh, That on Saturday night uh, at LCA, giving the Bruins, as a matter of fact, their first loss in regulation. 5-4 the final there. Another challenge for Derek Lalone and the Red Wings coming up 7.30 tomorrow night. Red Wings will skate, uh, skate at Madison Square Garden against the 8-2-1 Rangers. Right now, James, the uh, Red Wings second in the Atlantic, a mere four points behind the aforementioned Bruins. Huh? The Red Wings look good, and what's good is they battle within the game. They were down 2 to nothing against the Bruins and battled back and then took points from them. I like it. Yeah, and uh, at the same time, the uh, Red Wings avenging that 4-1 loss back on October 28th uh, in Boston. The teams will meet again November 24th uh, in Boston. So, uh, look, I think uh, the Red Wings right now just skating with a whole lot of confidence. And, again, we've talked about uh, the new guys that Stevie Y brought aboard, and uh, they are all playing responsible hockey. And uh, I might add complimentary. Yeah, uh, you know, their power play has been good. The 
goaltending has been good. And of course they're getting scoring a lot of scoring, which they did not have last year. So yeah, it seems like the he's hit on a lot of these free agents. Again, uh, the second consecutive Sunday uh, without Lions football. Uh, they obviously played a week ago tonight. Got the win over the Raiders, uh, six and two. I thought the bye week came at a perfect time. Um, they will get back to it uh, Sunday, four oh five, in the city of Angels against the Chargers. There is no line on that tilt right now because the Chargers, you see, are participating, James, in Monday Night Football against the uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Chargers going in 3-4. and four. The Jets have been kind of surprising here. They got it going on a little bit at 4-3. and three. Yeah, the Jets aren't as bad as we thought they were. And you know who else isn't as bad as we thought they might be without Kirk Cousins is the Vikings. How about Josh Dobbs? Yeah, uh, they uh, go into Atlanta yesterday and uh, do what they had to do. Uh, it was uh, I was watching that. And uh, it was uh, uh, a nice deal for uh, the the Purple People Eaters. Still uh, feel really bad uh, for Kirk Cousins and uh, everything that uh, he has gone through and uh, what have you. But uh, when you take a look uh, at what transpired uh, in the NFC North, the Packers uh, taking on the Matthew Stafford-less Rams get the 20-3 win, Packers improving to three and five. Uh, the Bears are in trouble. Uh, they lose to the uh, Saints in New Orleans, 24-17. to um, But I, for one, am not discounting the uh, Purple People Eaters as of yet there, James, because when you take a look at what's going on in the NFC North, uh, right now it's kind of a comfortable deal for the Lions at 6-2. and two. Up next, the uh, Vikings at 5-4, and four, the Packers at 3-5, and five, and the uh, Bears uh, at 2-7. and seven. All uh, Dan Campbell and Alliance can do is just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. They just have to put their heads down one week at a time. I know that's coach speak, but just get it done. And that the door is open in this division. Josh Jobs is a great story. He was learning the cadence of his line on the sidelines before his first series. Like he just got to Minnesota. But yeah, Lions head down. Let's go. Go to L.A. Come out with a W. And look, the uh, the trip out west for uh, these uh, Eastern teams, you know, never never an easy thing, that's for sure. Um, there's the time stuff and everything. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how the Lions are going to handle it. Uh, I'm sure uh, they'll leave uh, Friday and uh, try and get used to it the best they can. But, Jamie, can you believe it? We are already out of time, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry I missed the top of the show, but this has been fun. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. Uh, We will uh, do it again next week, that is for sure. Uh, We've got Michigan State basketball up next. Uh, You've got Tom Izzo and the Spartans opening up the regular season against the Dukes of James Madison. As always, thanks for listening to 760 WJR.